let's do it. Let's fucking let's have an episode. Let's do an episode. Yes, let's do an episode. Let's do an episode. I look like a fucking like park ranger. You look like a witch park <laughs> ranger, <laughs> right? Or something. I don't know what's happening. It's my yeah, modern you're, witch you're, hat. You're, yeah, you're leaning way more to w- towards witch to me, but it's right. like super cute. Oh my god, I'm very jealous. And Schmooper, I swear to God, I don't have time for your <laughs> mouth right now. Oh, there will definitely be um, a motorcycle sound at some point because someone bought one, and god damn it, uh, they love riding their motorcycle in the parking lot. So wow, well you gotta learn somewhere, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. anyway, welcome to Ghost Hose. <laughs> this is Ghost Hose. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. We remember to introduce ourselves this time. That's Barely. part of being a host. <laughs> so yeah, so it's Ghost-hober. Ghost-hober? It's still Ghost-hober? Jeez, I think this is the second week of Ghost-hober? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it just started. <laughs> Man, it just started. It feels like it's been years, but it hasn't. It's been a week of Ghost-hober, and things are kicking into spooky gear. What I wanted to bring up, so I don't, so here, here's the thing. Either last episode was our 50th, and we forgot to bring it up in the episode, or this episode we can consider our 50th if we do not count Origins. I think this episode might be our 50th. Okay, whatever. Sometimes you hit 50 episodes. Well, I was going to say we don't count Origins, and we can like be like, ooh, it's our 50th. So, did anything spooky happen to you? Oh, I'm going to be back to my notes, batch. Okay, so, <laughs> I've been sick for over a goddamn week. That is the worst. I've been eating cold medicine like it's fucking Halloween candy. But I'm on the mend now, and I'm hoping I don't cough too much this episode. It's okay. You know, so that's just what's been going on with me. But also, like 10 minutes ago, I'm getting home. No one else is here. I'm rushing to make a drink and some food and get my shit set up. When suddenly, clear as day, I hear this lady's voice. And it said, Attention, charge Roomba. What? fucking Roomba nearly scared me half to death. Oh my god, I love it. Your robot. (laughs) This damn robot was slightly off of its dock and didn't have enough charge to readjust itself, but it did have enough juice to yell at me and scare me. So thanks, Roomba. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fun. Go robots. (laughs) Robots are amazing, but also terrifying. Yeah, man. So needy, too. Charge me. It's right there. You're on it. Just, uh. <laughs> like, move yourself a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know how you could have gotten off of this. Whatever. Maybe it died just before it reached its proper charging. Oh, maybe. I just, I don't know. It's just so... <laughs> Get it together, robot. It's like when your phone has just enough power to tell you it's shutting down. Yeah. It's like, don't don't tell me you're shutting down then. Just shut down and give me that extra power yeah. for like one more second of my phone. But what about you? Anything spooky happen to you? So I feel like I have a couple of things and I'm starting to forget some of them. But one of the things I'm remembering is a couple of weeks ago, actually. So I'm in my car. I'm driving to work and I'm at a stoplight. My windows are open because it's pretty nice out. And then I just see something fly past my face. Uh Uh-oh. And I hear something hit in my car. And I'm Uh like, what the fuck was that? So I'm looking around. I'm looking around. And I'm like, I don't see anything. And then finally, as the light changes or is changing, I look over and there's a fucking grasshopper 
just chilling <laughs> on top of one of my receipts. Because <laughs> I just keep all the receipts ever in my car. So you I was just you like, might need them for tax purposes. You know what? I might. <laughs> I might need. Well, what if you want to make a budget one day? You'll need to refer to those receipts. <laughs> I might need that Dunkin' Donuts coffee for my, like, 10th coffee of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just chilling there. And so, of course, I have to, like, grab my phone real quick and take a picture of it. So I grab a picture. and I, I, You may have seen it on Facebook. but like I think so, yeah. I'm like, okay, this grasshopper is just, like, kind of chilling in my car. I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to bother. It's not bothering me. I'm just going to continue driving to work now. I'll drop Bye. you off at work, buddy. <laughs> That's basically what happened. You, so, I guess like, you wanted a carpool real bad. I was almost at work, and then all of a sudden, the thing tries to jump out my passenger window, which is not open, <laughs> so it just kind of hits it and then falls, and I'm like, well, You did okay. that to yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> so then I open the passenger window and my back passenger window, like, in case he decides to jump out again. I'm like, mm-hmm. you do you, man. I get to work. I shut all the windows. I'm like, I'm just going to check and see if he's, like, still in the car. So I go to the passenger back door. I open it, and he's just chilling on my seat. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so I was about to kind of like, you know, waft him out. Uh-huh. And he jumps at my fucking face. <laughs> I was like, Grasshopper, we were supposed to be friends. I was so nice to you, and you jumped was, at me. Why? I was, I was Why one with nature, this? and now you attack me. So now I'm describing myself as garbage um, Disney princess. Oh, perfect. Because it's insects. <laughs> that come to me instead of like fluffy bunnies and squirrels and things oh my god so yeah that's fun i feel like something else happened to me but i can't remember now i'm sure i'll think of it for another episode but that was my not paranormal spooky your harrowing adventure (laughs) yeah it's cool it's cool it was it was it was totally cool until the thing tried to jump at me i was like no i'm not your friend anymore yeah get out (laughs) anything in the spooky news oh boo don't you know it can't wait breaking news q the antichrist or some other demonic baby has been spotted in a virginia woman's ultrasound what ayana carrington was undergoing the fairly routine procedure and you know oh look that's a pretty healthy looking baby when the baby turned towards them opened her eyes and smiled it looks wild oh my god that's amazing <laughs> let me see if i can send this to you immediately okay i need to see this ah oh <laughs> bam fuck. yeah so this is normal and then suddenly here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing i think all ultrasounds are super creepy yeah they all small. they all look like fucking creepy ghosts they all look demonic yeah so yeah that that's but ayana plans on naming her demonic daughter autumn so she's happy oh, i she, love that name she said i love this devil baby so much already <laughs> so she's happy i'm happy we're all happy hooray for the demon baby oh. okay. but in other news the skeletal remains of a Florida man missing since 1997 have been recovered after a property manager spotted something strange on Google Earth. So, here's, you know, from far away, you can't really tell what's going on. It's like, oh, that's just like a little nothing. But if you ever wanted to get close, you could just see that that's blatantly a goddamn car in the water. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So this particular image has been available on Google Earth for about 10 years, but Holy amazingly shit. no one noticed it or cared much about it if they did. So William yeah. Malt left the nightclub on the evening of November 7th, 1997 at about 11 p.m. He reportedly did not appear intoxicated at the time um, and left alone in his car. And although he's not a frequent drinker, he had several drinks that night and apparently drove himself accidentally into this pond. That's crazy. He was never found until just now. So, yeah, don't drink and drive, kids. Even one drink is too many. Yeah, no drinking and driving, please. Yeah. That's insane. That makes me want to go on Google Maps or Google Earth and, like, just, like, look at shit and see what I can find. Yeah, like, because, like, what kind of... And, like, if you think you found something, like, oh, somebody has found that already. Right, Maybe no. not. You could that's be the, the one. But also, like, it's so crazy. Like, that's, like, basically right outside somebody's backyard. Yeah. Why did the people not living right there ever notice that? That's the most crazy to me. Well, I guess if you're not looking... Well, I guess you don't use those ponds, so you don't have a reason to go to that. But right. if you live there, you look at your place that you live on Google Maps. Yeah, I guess so. It just seems strange. Like, you don't just, like, nose around the neighborhood. Maybe I'm just a nosy bitch, and I just like to, like, stroll around Street View going, ooh, what's over there? What's over here? No, I, you know, I, I don't know that everyone's looked at their house on Google Earth. It's, I know I have. <gasps> yeah. And I know several people well, that have, that's... but I just don't think everyone has. Well, I guess, hey, people, look at your house on Google Earth and see if yeah. there's anything weird. You might just find a dead body. You going to teach me a new word today, boo? Oh, I will. I don't know if you, you probably might already know it based on our topic today. This is the first time I had heard of it because of our topic. So let's mm -hmm. see if I see Our mysterious correctly. topic, our secret topic. Yes. Yeah, it's so secret. Can't know about our topic. Not yet. Can't, can't you'll, know. You'll know. Don't, don't look at the title of this episode. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Or the description. <laughs> Jeez. Why do we try to keep it a secret? I don't know. Why are we so weird like this? Stupid. Anyway. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wow. I just so, realized how yeah, silly I don't know. we are. It's fine. So uh, mm -hmm. today's word, or this week's word, mm -hmm. however that works. So let's mm -hmm. see if I can say it. I've been practicing. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Yeah. So I'm guessing you you know it based on our, <laughs> our topic because it comes up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know what it is, because I didn't know until now, it's an extinct primate that closely resembles what is believed to be bum, 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 our topic, Bigfoot or Sasquatch that lived in Asia. To be fair, I only know about the Gigantopithecus because of the video game Ark Survival Evolved, ah. where you could tame dinosaurs and megalodons and Gigantopithecuses. Oh, that sounds really so, cool. Yeah. Also, um, you say also that like, really well. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I could not I don't even know if that's it. correct, but I, I just know. got used to saying it that way. That sounds so. right. But yeah, surprise, not surprise. Surprise, not surprise, you've seen the episode title, so you know we're covering a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. Bigfoot, bitches! Oh, no, he's not a ghost. Or oh, is he a ghost? <gasps> ba -na -na wait, wait, what is that? X-Files theme. X-Files theme. Oh. <laughs> 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 
All right. So, on to Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Let's Bigfoot this up. All right, booze. So, today we are covering the absolutely legendary Bigfoot. Woo! Woo! He's so famous. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Hello. Oh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot here. Hey. Bigfoot's here joining us in studio today. He only shows himself to us. I left you a rock. It's very pretty. Like you girls. Aw, <laughs> oh, Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot, you rascal. Oh What's God. that smell? <laughs> Bigfoot. Sorry. <laughs> so who is Bigfoot, you might ask? <laughs> who is Bigfoot? Bigfoot is an upright walking creature who's ape-like and that typically is seen and lives in like woodsy areas and is known to leave behind big footprints, hence Bigfoot. So in the United States, Bigfoot, or otherwise known as Sasquatch, has mostly been sighted in the Pacific Northwest, which is funny. So it was like, yeah, Oregon, Washington, and BC, right? And so a lot of my stories I was finding came from California. So I was like, or also California. Bigfoot's been seen everywhere. Yeah. There's a lot of stories from the Pacific Northwest, but mm-hmm. he is not limited by geography. He goes where he wills. Exactly. I think it's just, um, I guess it's just mostly from that area. Yes, yeah, statistically, there's a right. lot of sightings, but did we pick those stories? Chances are not a lot of those stories are the ones we picked. Right. So. But that's you know. okay. So most other areas in the world and different cultures have legends of a type of Bigfoot, with different names that translate to either hairy man or wild man. Some people believe they could be the Homo erectus, which is a possible ancestor of modern humans, or as we brought up earlier, the Gigantopithecus. <laughs> Thank you. Which we discussed earlier. So, and what's cool is both of them had lived around the same time of each other, just in different areas of the world. It could be either. Mm-hmm. Or he could be an alien dropped on here because uh, Earth is a prison planet. Oh. And all the Bigfoots are being punished for their various crimes, or possibly humans were dropped here on this prison planet because of our various crimes. Or, you know, there's so many theories, you know. Oh, my God. The world so, is a-, <laughs> a little off topic, but not. Someone posted this thing about how the world actually ended in 2012 and we're living in like a alternate universe. Oh, yeah. With the whole the Mandela effect. Yeah. We're all just uh, living in this alternate universe where things aren't quite what they used to be. We do joke that this is the darkest timeline. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back so, to Bigfoot. Back to the man of the hour. Or woman. Yeah, the, the man, the woman, the the creature, mm-hmm. the interdimensional being of the hour. There are so many names for this big hairy critter. If you start digging in, you can find quote-unquote Bigfoot stories all over the world. They have been called the hairy ones, the big ones, ape men, living Neanderthals. You might hear them called yahoos, yawies, or yaromas in Australia. Nearly every tribe in North America has their own name and legend for a Bigfoot-like creature. The Lakota call them Takehi, the Sioux call them Chihatanka, the Cherokee call them Kekla Kudle, 
Sasquatch is a very popular term for these elusive creatures, which is probably a bastardization of the Salesian word Sasquets, mm. um, which is like a group of languages from tribes in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, that's yeah. probably why that one got picked out yeah. of all of the other tribal names for them. Um, the word Bigfoot was actually coined in the 1950s by the media when a man discovered large footprints in the mud near Bluff Creek in Northern California. So that's why most of us Americans just call him Bigfoot, because it's a kind of a phenomenon that Americans have been paying attention to, I guess, since the 50s. But like since then, it's kind of been like, oh, wait, there have been always these stories. They've been happening all over the world. So that's pretty neat. And we're going to go into some stories for you. Yes. I'll start with mine, and then we'll switch off. Okay. Okay, so one little fun tidbit I found was, so the FBI has a file for Bigfoot. They got a file for everything. I know, but uh, there's, like, an official file for Bigfoot because in, I guess it was 1976, there was this guy, Peter Byrne. He worked for the Bigfoot Information Center. They had somehow acquired some hair attached to some skin that they had tried testing at the center. They couldn't identify what animal the hair belonged to. So he asked the FBI if they could take a look at it. Um, so this isn't something mm-hmm. that the FBI would normally do because most of the time, if it, they only get involved in like criminal acts. But it was such like, right. a unique thing. They're like, yeah, we'll take a look at it. So they take a look at it. They test it. And dun, dun, dun. <gasps> yes. It was a deer. <laughs> well, <laughs> or so they're claiming. I mean. <laughs> That's just like the government. I know. It's kind of iffy, though, or fishy, because, like, the guy who sent in the, the sample claims that he never heard back from the FBI. But the FBI is saying that they gave the information to, like, a, um, an associate of his because he was out, mm-hmm. out of the country at the time. So, I don't know. Maybe the government, maybe FBI is trying to cover something up or it was just a deer. Who knows? But mm. I think the file is closed and it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, determined not Bigfoot. Oh, well, speaking of government cover-ups, Ooh. we find that story. So this uh, story is from Who's Watching You? An Exploration of the Bigfoot Phenomenon in the Pacific Northwest by Linda Coyle Suchi. There's an account in this book and it says, quote, I was placed in charge of one pile. Oh, oh, oh shit. I forgot. I didn't. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. So this is after the Mount St. Helens <laughs> eruption. Okay. So the Mount St. Helens, that giant volcano up in the Pacific Northwest that just erupted, destroyed so much land, and there were so many wildlife that were killed, and yeah, it was super tragic and terrible, and yes, that was like 1980, I think, or something, in the 80s, not long ago. Okay. But yes, sorry, I just like realized I didn't put the context for this quote. So this is about to get really crazy. So this person claims, I was placed in charge of one pile of dead animals in particular. The pile was covered and no one was allowed to come near it. Armed U.S. National Guard personnel were guarding this pile. One day they were going to move the group of bodies. Someone was standing very close to the pile and was told to keep his mouth closed about what he was about to witness. When the tarps were removed, they were amazed to see that the bodies were those of Sasquatch. Some badly burned, some not. They were placed in a large net and lifted into the back of a truck, which was then tarped over. Ooh. So, yeah. Government cover-up. Apparently, lots of Sasquatch. 
died in that eruption and they for what what that's crazy but you know that's an account somebody claims it happened right wow that's nuts that's so sad that the sasquatch like couldn't make it out yeah you know so like we said before Though the Bigfoot sightings craze started in the 50s, many Native American tribes had stories of these hairy creatures. Some tribes thought they were harmless, while others thought the creatures were like scary monsters and they didn't want anything to do with them. So there's the Kwaikiuti tribe that had lived in the west of British Columbia. Um, and they had a legend of a creature called Zunuqua, oh and it's a big hairy female which is very different than a lot of Bigfoot stories. You know, everyone thinks Bigfoot's like a male. Really, I mean, most people like just gender the, Yeah. Most people just gender the Bigfoot as a male because, you know, super hairy. And, oh, women yeah. can't be that hairy. And, you know. Well, this bitch is hairy. And le- Hell yeah. <laughs> lives Live your life, girl. Right? Get it. No shave November. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> They believe. Let it grow. Let it grow. (laughs) (laughs) So they believed that she spends most of her time taking care of her children and sleeping, which is why she isn't seen often. So that's why there's just rare sightings of her. Mm -hmm. I'm all about Um, that nap life. And did you talk about the Yokuts earlier? I don't think so. Okay. But the Yokuts from California had drawn pictographs of families that were large with shaggy hair all over their bodies. So I don't know if they were supposed to be like, if they were just bad artists, they were supposed to be bears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think they believed as well. Okay. Here's a story from Australia. Um, there's this woman, Jackie, living in Queensland with her son and her niece and she said that her family had dealings with multiple yaois or yaroma or what do they fucking else they call them in australia uh yahoos oh man was that was that one of them yahoos yeah (laughs) yahoos yeah just like wow jesus australia i mean yeah you do whatever the fuck you want i'm not gonna stop you So, like, she lived in this place for 11 months, and the first couple of encounters they had with the yaois, yahoos, etc., were pretty scary. I mean, you, you're you kind of living in a remote area, and then suddenly a giant hairy beast man is there, or, like, stalking outside of your window, and just they saw lots of shadows. They were kind of ominous and a little... A little threatening at first. Jackie says that the first creature she encountered gave her a, a bad feeling. Like, he was tall, muscular, had shadowy, hollow eyes, and just, whew, scared her half to death. And when she tried to record videos of the creature, her screen would turn black. So, like, oh. just like, these things are weird, and I can't capture proof of them. This is super ominous. I don't like it. But then, I don't know, one day she just tried to placate them with gifts and treats. She left them vegetables and meats, like, outside, like, as a token of, like, please just be friends, maybe? They didn't take it, but instead, they began leaving presents for her. The first thing they left her was macadamia nuts. Then they left a dead rat in the same place they left the nuts. And then they left a weird flower. Um, it was a like an unusual flower that 
she couldn't find anywhere else on the property. It was a mix of pink and purple. And it was kind of a metallic color that she'd never seen before. So if you see a Bigfoot and you're scared by them, just maybe leave them presents. And they might leave you presents in return. So So, the gift language is very powerful to Bigfoots. (laughs) It's funny you mention that because I was watching, I was in my my youtube spiral yeah thank you (laughs) my youtube spiral and um i came across a video of a guy like camping and i think he's like searching for bigfoot and um like Mm -hmm. he was just kind of laying in his fucking sleeping bag behind a pile of wood and it's just a lot of the videos i've watched and a lot of videos you'll see like it's just shadowy you it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like quite solid and so this figure keeps popping up. His sleeping bag is like kind of peeking up from behind this wood that he's sleeping behind. And that's where the cam- mm-hmm. like the camera is facing that way. So you only see like the feet of his sleeping bag. All of a sudden with the shadow mm-hmm. figure, it gets closer to where he's sleeping or laying down mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the bag is pulled. Like the Bigfoot is <gasps> pulling him. It's fucking creepy. Okay. <laughs> and so... The guy kind of freaks. They had jokes. I I don't know if he was sleeping or what was happening, but the guy gets up and like starts yelling, "Oh my god, I got him! I got him!" And he brings the camera over, and he, uh, uh, Bigfoot's gone, but he looks yeah. over to like the, where the pile of wood was, kind of next to him, and he's a little gift of a fucking bird head, like skull, next to him. What? Again, I don't know. How, like it could have been a very fake video, but it was you know it was so yeah. cool. Like so it yeah, I, same thing gifts yes gifts that's that sounds like so i'm cool. saying gift gifts yeah yeah <laughs> show the bigfoot moving pictures on your phone and the bigfoot will give you bird skulls in return yes i don't know if that counts as a sighting or not but that was just one i remember i mean you you just you just told me a story so yeah. i think it counts okay. cool. <laughs> cool cool so this account comes from a listener calling into Coast to Coast AM. Uh, it's from July 15th, back in 2016. Uh, the man was an ex-Navy guy named Gene. His experience happened when he was hunting elk around 7 a.m. on Navajo land. No indication if he was trespassing or not. I don't know how that works, but whatever. Anyways, Gene gets the feeling that he's being followed. He tries to lose whoever or whatever is following him, and he ends up in the middle of a box canyon, which seems like you just put yourself in a corner, military boy, but whatever. Then he sees it, a big hairy humanoid standing on the top of the cliff at the end of the box canyon, and it jumps down and lands 150 feet away from Gene. Oh. He is fucking spooked, so he tries to nope out of there. Then this huge-ass rock is thrown in his direction. Gene trips, and he re-examines the situation. He has more than doubled the distance between him and the creature. The rock that the creature had presumably thrown was at least, like, eight pounds or something. Mm-hmm. He's, like, does some math in his head, and his brain returns four or four error, too strong, beep, bop, boop. It's like a bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, he does, he just beautiful minds it and goes, oh, no, no. That's bad. That's wrong. I hate it. He's so scared or mad or scared and mad. And he decides to take a shot at the creature with his rifle. Mm, Bad idea. Yeah. He claims that he hit it and the thing took a few steps towards him and then disappeared into thin air. Uh, Gene investigated. He found huge footsteps, but no blood. 
yeah so and he, i don't think he returned to the land ever again which is probably good because you don't belong there asshole it's not your yeah. land so was the bigfoot protecting the land the animals the tribe who knows but fucking don't hunt on bigfoot lands i suppose don't Mm -hmm. maybe that guy was just like a trophy hunter and he wasn't like hunting for meat or anything like he was just gonna bigfoot has rules give him gifts he was (laughs) trying to give you that rock gene jesus don't you why can't you just accept a gift uh it was a big rock too yeah it was a big special rock he's trying to show how strong he's like i found this i think i've been chasing you all day trying to give you this fucking rock (laughs) why would you also if the if the Bigfoot wanted you dead, you'd be fucking dead, bro. Yeah, you for sure. Dumbass. The like, thing threw an eight-pound rock. Like, <laughs> obviously, it was just like, yeah, get the fuck out, leave now. If it wanted you dead, you'd be yeah. chased down, eaten alive, smashed under many rocks. Your bones would be later gifts. Yes. Oh, I'd love to get a gift of bones from a Bigfoot that was just like right? some shitty hunter. <laughs> like this man didn't leave when I asked him to. I'm like, oh, Bigfoot, here's his femur. You're my man. <laughs> you're you're after my own heart. <laughs> I too would love to give the gift of bones of people who never left when I wanted them to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so probably one of the most famous um, recordings of Bigfoot was from 1967. It was Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Patterson and Gimlin! (laughs) Sorry. They were... um, (laughs) It's famous! (laughs) So famous. So the video is about three and a half minutes long. It's just kind of a video of the two of them kind of horseback riding in the woods. And towards the end of the video there's like a bunch of shaking and I'm like when I was first watching I'm like oh no this is a video where Bigfoot attacks someone but it's not (laughs) (laughs) I think he just got shook because of what he saw and what he saw was a large hairy creature just walking in the distance like they got somewhere to go but he's just Mm -hmm. like I can't be bothered I have to go over here um, Bigfoot's like, I'm making my way downtown, walking r- fast. Oh, exactly. See those people filming me on the horse, walking faster. <laughs> He's like, don't bother me. I gotta get to work. Um, yeah. So he shows up around the two minute, 30 second mark if you watch the full video. And I, I will post this whenever this episode loads. Q, I picked this encounter especially for you. <gasps> Ooh. Did you know that Ed and Lorraine Warren had a Bigfoot encounter? <gasps> of course they did. Tell me about <laughs> it, boo. Oh, my God. So they talked about it in their book, Ghost Hunters. Um, so what happened was they basically, there was an impoverished community living in the backwoods of Tennessee. They were absolutely terrified by a large, hairy, wild man coming out of the woods and it's like, oh, Bigfoot. One day it had come up and picked up a two-year-old child and the locals were alarmed and hollered and chased it away with clubs and stuff. Mm. Ed and Lorraine were like, I don't know how we feel about Bigfoot, but something is clearly scaring these people, so we should check it out. So they do. They head to the community, get guidance on where the locals think the creatures are coming from and traipse off into the woods. And they find them. And this is the description from the book. 
He did, in fact, appear to be a fusion of man and ape. A tall, sloped-shouldered animal with very long arms that were covered with almost shaggy fur. His face was flat with a protruding bony shelf above the eyes. Two things about him were especially disturbing. First, his eyes, which shone with intelligence, compassion, and fear. Second, his ability to project images telepathically into Lorraine's mind. No so-called dumb animal is able to accomplish such projections. Lorraine instantly knew she was dealing with a creature who, despite his fearsome and ugly appearance, was not the prehistoric beast most people assumed him to be. Wow. Lorraine claimed the Bigfoot sent... Yeah. <laughs> like, Bigfoot psychic, deal with it, bitches! Boop, 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 boop! So, Lorraine claimed the Bigfoot sent images and emotions into her head. Through this, he conveyed that he had a family, but he was separated from them, and he was injured, and he was sad and alone. The Bigfoot meant the small child he had picked up no harm, and he was terrified by the people who chased him off. During this exchange, Lorraine also smelled a foul odor, which is actually pretty common amongst Bigfoot reports. <laughs> a loud sound in the distance scared off the Bigfoot at one point, and the group followed the trail the Bigfoot left, but it ended abruptly and as if he had vanished into thin air. That's super cool. I love Lorraine. <laughs> Sorry, I have like such a girl crush on her. I just love how stinky the Bigfoot is. <laughs> that's um, that's like the best. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He's probably he doesn't have soap, and he's covered in hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I didn't even talk about it. So, uh, oftentimes Bigfoot in the South, like especially Florida, I think is what's more commonly called. He's called the skunk ape because <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm sorry to throw that gem at you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Southerners and the things that they come up with. Mm-hmm. So in 1942, which I thought was interesting because everyone's like, oh, the 50s, which I guess is kind of near the 50s, but really that's the 40s. But anyway. Um, <laughs> in 1942... There were some prospectors hanging out in a cabin in the woods who claimed to have been attacked by a group of ape-like men. However, one of the men stated that the creatures attacked them because they were calling them names earlier in the day. <laughs> Ooh. Right? Yes, like, thing. I don't know if they saw them or like, what the fuck is that? Why were, <laughs> like, what is that big hairy asshole over there? Why does it he stick sure so bad? bad. <laughs> Yeah. Again, they claim to have been attacked, but some people believe that the story came from the bottle of whiskey that they were drinking. So not everyone believes what they saw, but <laughs> they have no photo mm -hmm. evidence. So I just thought that was a funny story. Yeah. And well, most then, people don't have photo evidence. Then there was a group of young campers in the Marble Mountain Wilderness. Their leader had seen a creature near the ridge, kind of like creeping around. And he got he did film it. I didn't find the the video, but I do have a photo. It's really oh, grainy. That photo? But apparently this is the longest video evidence that exists of Bigfoot. 
I don't know how oh, long the about video that is. Video, like that silhouette on the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that video. It's. Super- I will find it again and I'll share it to you. Okay. It's, yeah, I have, no, like it's- I said, I have the photo. I just don't have the video. It's supposed to be the longest video evidence that there's out there. Well, like they found, I think it's nest or what they thought was a Bigfoot nest, possibly. Okay. Yeah. So it's mostly them at this little lean-to kind of thing. Okay. And they're talking for a while, but then somebody's like, what's that up on the ridge? And they, yeah, they watch him, and he's walking, and then he, like, throws a fit. Oh. It's like the Grinch. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like the Grinch to me. Yeah. All right. So, there is a man that has claimed to have shot lots of Bigfoots. His name is Justin... Smeha, Smeja, whatever. His name is Justin. He's he's a douche canoe. So basically, he claims that him and his friend were out hunting in an area they shouldn't have been, where they saw like three Bigfoots, and he figured they were looking at some kind of monster, and so he aimed his rifle. And he claims that the creature raised its hands above its head, but he decided to shoot two of them anyway, because he's a sociopath. Yeah. At the bodies, he and his friend began freaking out, so they buried, like, one or both of them and left the site, deciding what to do next. And it snowed, and they couldn't return for another, like, 35 days or something. And when they did, there was only, like, a little bit of, like skin or hide left over anyway they sent that for dna testing and apparently came back inconclusive conflicting definitely a bear or other test possibly primate anyway the testing went nowhere but he's all over all over the internet with his story of killing so many bigfoots but he's probably a liar but definitely an asshole and definitely should not be trusted around guns. No. Shoot first, ask questions later. That's one of my favorite what things. What the fuck is wrong with you, Justin? You absolute piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Forever. Like, I, d- I just don't understand, like, like, how, oh, here's this creature that's never been seen before. How about I shoot it? <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. Why is like, that, like, the first instinct? He's Looney Tunes, but also a fucking asshole. And, ugh, he's the worst. He's yes. the worst person. We should have a worst Mer- person of the week. Oh, yeah. Worst person of the week goes to Justin Smegma. I've just decided his last Smegma. name is pronounced yes. because <laughs> he is basically that. Yes, he is. He's gross. He's the worst. Boo. Boo, Boo. Justin Boo. Smegma. Boo, hiss. Yes. You suck. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. On to a better person. Um, yes, better person, please. So I'm ending with, I guess, a brother to the Bigfoot. So there was a British explorer in 1951, Eric Earl Shipton. There's a lot of different stories. I'm not sure how this happened. This site specifically said that the photo of what he believed to be the footprint of a Yeti in the Himalayas. And so the Yeti is like the snowy version of Bigfoot because it's 
usually mm-hmm. in the colder climates, and otherwise known as the abominable snowman. And I'm so proud of myself mm-hmm. for saying that word with no problems. <laughs> the adorable snowman. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out if... So apparently this guy, Eric Earl Shipton, had been searching for a Yeti for like 60 years. So I don't know oh, if wow. the footprint was first and then he searched for 60 years or if he searched for 60 years and finally found the footprint. Okay. I don't know. It was very confusing yeah. in the articles. Yeah. So <laughs> either way, he found the footprint. It's super cool. This is the other thing I'll post is this footprint because I thought it was neat. And it's the Yeti. And I love the Yeti. For some reason, I'm way more interested in the Yeti than Bigfoot, yeah. which I know are basically the same thing, but because it lives in the cold climates and I like the snow. All right. Oh, there. You do. We'll fix that. Ugh, disgusting. I know. I hate the heat. <laughs> I cannot wait till it gets cooler out. Oh, you're the worst, but I love I you. Know. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was my last story. So cool story to both right. of us cool story indeed gosh the bigfoot is way more interesting than i ever believed Ah, uh, i just like once you once you start finding stuff it's just like well here's more stuff more and here's more, more stuff and did more. you hear about this one yeah and it's just like wow this is also interesting yeah i guess i'm kind of like a bigfoot fan now i am too it's surprising like, i just i just couldn't stop looking at videos and like reading about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hope you guys are Bigfoot fans, too, because this is probably not going to be our last visit of the foot no. of Bigs. Well, I'm sure we'll have more updates. Yeah, there's definitely more we can dig into. All right. All right, so. Theories. So the theories are basically it's the Bigfoot is either a physical, living, breathing animal creature mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> the craziest thing about the Bigfoot is there are so many sightings, but like no physical evidence. It's not impossible for a living creature to leave no trace of themselves. I mean, you occasionally read articles about animals that are long thought to be extinct and they're found alive. But what makes this unusual about Bigfoots is there's none in the fossil record, unless they're Gigantopithecus or early humans. But it's fucking, it's weird. Again, nothing is impossible. But while we're considering out-of-this-world shit, why not stop to consider that Bigfoots may really not be of this world at all? That's my theory. That's right. Bigfoot is an interdimensional traveler, bitches. Deal with it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> X-Files theme. <laughs> Look, okay, so parts of me wishes I were smarter so I could understand the theory based behind the interdimensional traveler. So, I'm a dummy, but I watched a lecture on traversable wormholes. Ooh. It was so full of science, and I'm going to give you some of the things I've gathered. Hamiltonians, robust gravity, stress tensor, vacuum state, overlapping systems, but not interacting. These are some buzzwords. I was going to say, am I supposed to know what these mean? (laughs) No, I also don't know what these mean, but I watched this very smart man. He was trying to explain, and I'm sure everyone in that room fucking understood, but I just, I'm trying to, those are some key points that he was stressing and i don't know what that meant but anyway (laughs) what i gather is multiple universes probably exist you know science says that's Mm -hmm. you know 
and they can be next to each other or even overlapping each other but they're not really touching in a way Mm -hmm. because their matter inside of the aren't touching they're not colliding they don't touch but they are overlapping but they're not touching it's weird like like this same but different like they're overlapping but they're not touching they can be way more overlapping so like they can be very very so very close you know we're not science people at least me me and you aren't science people but i'm just trying to use my very limited knowledge but there's a a specific wormhole called the lorenzian traversable wormhole that theoretically could exist and if other dimensions have the ability to harness this wormhole technology or these wormholes could also just exist in nature it's unknown how these things could exist basically be portals and i don't know how this works but basically watch stranger things (laughs) (laughs) gosh i feel so dumb right now i feel like it's almost on the tip of my tongue how to explain this in, in a sensible way but i also don't know how to how it works in any way the Lorentzian traversable ra- uh, wormholes are also the most comfortable form of teleportation, like in theory. Mm-hmm. There's other versions of teleportation, like the, your Star Trek teleporter. Mm-hmm. You know how that works. Basically, it downloads all of your information, all of your cells, and then recombobulates you on a different occasion at mm-hmm. a different time sometimes. But that gives people so all sorts of heebs and jeebs because what happens to your information is your soul moved to like it gives people right. bad feelings to so think about downloading your information and reforming your information feels creepy and weird to a lot of people it's very black mirror yes but apparently with the Lorenzian traversable wormhole it would feel like a kind of a free fall a poof of negative energy don't know what a poof of negative energy feels like but apparently it's just a poof and then you're done you don't have to download and upload it's great so 10 out of 10 okay. would recommend a traversable wormhole if you ever need to teleport don't know why this science man decided to tell me this is the most comfortable way to teleport but he did so i'm telling you okay in case we ever need to yeah so what i'm trying to tell you is the sasquatch the bigfoots they're basically nice demogorgons okay from stranger things so imagine if they were not assholes who wanted to eat everyone and just wanted to like visit nature and scare people away from lands that they don't belong in give people advice about like just be with the trees why don't you stop killing stuff so much like here have some macadamia nuts that actually makes like a ton of sense though because Cause they disappear all the time. Well, also think of like it makes sense because Lorraine Warren and mm-hmm. the communication she had with her Bigfoot and how it was saying that it was lost and it didn't know where it, or did it say it was lost? It it didn't know it's where its family sep- was. It was separated from its family. Yeah, and he couldn't get back to his family, and the reason was a little unclear. He was also injured. It had something to do with why he couldn't be with his family, but it could have been like he got injured in a weird portal accident, and that's now what he I'm saying. Like it's that makes sense. Mind blown, you. Okay, so that's. <laughs> I like this theory. I like it better than the, my own. Did you like Connie's poorly explained science corner? That's my favorite. <laughs> it's like Bill Nye. Yeah, but if Bill Nye was a dummy. Hey, what do we say? 
if Bill Nye was a dummy who didn't understand the things he was trying to convey to other people, but was really excited about them yeah. anyway, no, that I think would he be did me. a great job. <laughs> For someone who just isn't as knowledgeable, it's not that you're dumb. You just you didn't study it. You know what I mean? Like it's just not something that's normal, like an everyday thing for you. But I think you did a great job explaining, uh-huh. <laughs> and I love it, and I think that now that's my new theory. I had my own theory, but I like this one more now. Oh, no, tell me your theory now. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's okay. I'll still tell it. But, um, no, my original theory was maybe these creatures, maybe they are the um, gigantopithecus. Oh, my God. Yeah, you said fine is fine. Okay. Um, Just keep going with the word. <laughs> and it could be also the Homo erectus. Maybe they're ghosts of these creatures because I was trying to tie it back to because we mostly discuss ghosts. What if they're ghosts (laughs) of these past creatures? They're literally the they're literally ghosts. Right. That's because when you see them, of course, it's right in front of my face. So this is the reasoning for my theory because they disappear. Because a lot of the all of the videos I've seen, it doesn't seem solid to me. A couple of them maybe do. But a lot of them just almost feel like shadows. Like it's a shadow person. Oh my god. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what that feels like to me. Oh so, my god. Cute. Yeah. That might be but that might be the answer. Seriously, because like oh my god. Yeah. So that oh my god. Those so the poor squashers squatchers out there who hate ghosts. <laughs> are really like they they feel like they communicate with the bigfoots but really they're just mediums right and they're just communicating with again these fucking long dead creatures whoa that would fucking blow their minds yeah what okay that's pretty cool i like that theory too and they could be a ghost or is he a nice demigorgon they could be intertwined because, again, people also think ghosts are just versions of people from other dimensions. Yeah, that's also a right? true thing. I mean, that Not was true also thing. It's a p- like true a, theory. a theory or of ghosts. Tr- like, maybe it's the all theory. fucking intertwined. Maybe it's all right. It's all intertwined, much like dimensions, yes. but not touching. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we came full circle here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much like the circle of the dimension that... Okay, cool. Oh we should God. we should start, like, a side podcast where we, we try to explain science. <laughs> where we watch, like, science videos and right. like, try to explain it. Like, dumb it down for people. The, yeah. And then we can have a, a real scientist come and be like, that was wrong. I'm like, cool, we'll explain your science better then so dumbasses like me can understand it. Thank you. It'll be like in, uh, do you remember Billy Madison where he, like, he has that really wrong answer and the guy's like, we are all now dumber because, or, or I don't know what he says. Dumber is not a word. But I think he says that. He says, we're all now dumber or stupider yeah, or something for like having that. listened to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how every yeah. episode will end. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just play that clip. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Cool. Wow, Ooh. this has been fun. Cool theory, boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, your theory is cool. My god. Now you've convinced me that all Bigfoot's are ghosts. They could be. I'm it's so true. almost convinced. They're so mysterious. They're so mysterious. Well, that was our segment on Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your theories, listeners. If you have a, a, a Bigfoot theory, 
Have you seen Bigfoot? Let us know. I'd love to hear about it. Did the Bigfoot leave you gifts in the woods? Ooh, or gifts. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Gifts or gifts. Either one. Oh, or just send awesome. us your favorite Bigfoot gifts. That's I Ooh, like that yes, too. Yes, also do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, recommendations? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the one thing I wanted to oh, yeah. recommend and kind of give a shout out to is our friends over at Death Row Kitchen. Oh, hell yeah. We love the ladies there. So, basically, it's a podcast um, where they discuss murderers who've been on death row and they eat, like, their final meal. And I thought it'd be fun if we went over our final meals or our last meals. Okay, for first of all, you're just not going to mention that the, the ladies hosting the podcast are called nancy and drew that's oh yeah i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm really bad at explaining things i'm really really bad which is surprising that i have a podcast but our last meals what would our last meals? yeah so i was trying to think about this and (sighs) okay so i think i know okay um i would want definitely like a whole lot of macaroni and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably want at least three different kinds of macaroni and cheese. Like, because I just, that's just my favorite. Like, it's my comfort food. Mm -hmm. So I would probably want one that's just like fucking olives and onions. Another that's just mac and broccoli. And another that's just plain macaroni and cheese with maybe like an extra special cheese. I don't know. And then for dessert, chocolate ice cream. Keep it simple. Would you have a beverage choice? Like, oh yeah, fucking beverage. Well, I would want like a vodka drink, but I don't think they ever give that to prisoners. I I wonder if they ever allow alcohol. Like, could you get a final beer? I don't think they. I don't know. Like, I would request like, hey, could I get a vodka drink or, you know, any alcohol? And they'd probably be like, no. So I guess I would just have to settle for like a diet coke or something. Or like a six pack of Diet Cokes. Gosh, damn it! Give me all. You want a twelve pack, a twenty four pack? Give me all. <laughs> give me all the fucking Diet Coke and the, all the mac and cheese. I don't know that they give you a twelve pack, but you could maybe request like a two liter. It just kind of depends on like, like how I mean, far does I'm that go. Mac and cheese and a bunch of soda and some ice cream. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's not expensive. I'm not getting a filet, filet mignon, right? A lobster thermidor uh fucking whatever else is expensive that has caused people to have to put price limits on last meals like i'm not being <laughs> ridiculous that's true. i just want to make sure that i get enough soda that i'm you know fine also i want to give them you know oh you have to spend like a couple extra fucking oh an extra dollar to make sure that i have enough soda and i don't drink on it all haha <laughs> fuck you I'm dying. Like, that's my last fuck you. You have to spend an extra dollar that I'm not going to use. <laughs> no, that's not too much. Okay. I can deal with that. Nice. Yeah. What's your final last meal? So, drink of choice, probably a wild cherry Pepsi. I go back and forth mm. on if I like cherry Coke more or the wild cherry Pepsi, and I think it's the wild cherry Pepsi. Um, Ooh, okay. So, that's, that's a definite. And then, I don't know, I feel like I would want some more gourmet food as my last meal, like a, like a nice French dessert or something, maybe like a, an Italian dessert, like a tiramisu or something like that. 
But like mm-hmm. my actual meal, like I don't know, I might just ask for like a bunch of junk, a bunch of desserts, <laughs> definitely potato chips. I fucking oh, yeah. love potato chips. And like I know they were talking on the show, like a lot of people pick pizza, but like goddamn pizza, man. I love me some Palermo's pizza from 95th Street. So maybe mm-hmm. that. I think that's what I'm going to go with. It seems generic, but I think I will go with pizza, like... Pizza, chips. Pizza, and, chips. And wild cherry Pepsi. And my tiramisu, which is kind of off, mm. but yeah. I want something a little gourmet, like something real good, you know, like this is my last meal. I'm going to enjoy it. Gourmet, pizza and chips. Yeah. No, the tiramisu. That's more <laughs> Okay. That's my that's my fancy piece. You know. Oh my gosh. You're so special. I love I you. Know. I'll probably change my mind again. I'd end up not eating anything because yeah. I wouldn't be the able to make a decision. The next time you end up on death row. <laughs> like straight up. They would they would like ask me. I'd be like, I don't know. And I would end up with no last meal. And I'd be like, cool. This sucks. Well, if you don't pick a meal, they just give you the standard meal. Mm, that's even worse. I would rather not eat. Yeah. But yeah, definitely check out their show. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I think that's it for us today. So we should probably just do our, uh, give us some reviews. Yeah. Please rate us, follow us, like us. Please tell us you like us. Do you like us? Tell us we're pretty. Why don't you like me? (laughs) (laughs) You know. Tell us our podcast is pretty. Yes. (laughs) If you have any stories. all over. Oh, yeah. The internet. The ghost hoes. If you have any stories, you can email us at theghosthost <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, that's what you can do. Check out our Facebook page, Some... our Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Yeah, cool. We'd love to hear from you. But if you don't want to talk to us, that's fine. We'll talk to you next week. That's fine. This could be a one-sided relationship. You know, I don't care. That's just, that's the way. If that's your boundaries, then I respect your boundaries. And I love you for them. We love you so, so. much. <laughs> and we hope you're enjoying these episodes of Ghost Hober. They're only going to get more wild. <laughs> <laughs> wild and crazy. Oh, my God. Schmooper's oh, waking up from boy. his nap. We better finish this quick before he starts screaming. <laughs> Bye, Bye, booze. Ghost Hober.